This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast on a beautiful Monday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. I'm uh, been working on a uh, warm up show T-shirt. Yes, I'm looking forward to for this. Us. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. I'm, I'm not rushing it. Here's the thing, Jerry. I got the design down pretty quickly. I gave the idea to the T-shirt people. Yeah, and they worked up a really nice design that I was very happy with, based on what I had right. given them verbally. Uh, but I need a high-quality T-shirt that it's going to go on. I know for the most part, when you order T-shirts that have fun sayings on it or something, a lot of times they're not put on the best T-shirts. No. They're very boxy. You know who uses really good shirts? Who's Alyssa that? Milano. Is that right? For her line of T-shirts, they're great. Well, I did take a, if you do you have any of them. I have one that I bought my wife. I, yeah. can, I, I could check the tag. Yeah, that's the thing. So... That's what the T-shirt guy said. He said, listen, I can get almost any T-shirt you want. He said, just send me the tag. Now, the situation from Jersey Shore, Vinny from Jersey Shore, they both have uh, T-shirt stores, and I have shirts from them, and they're very quality shir- very right. good quality shirts, but I, I cut the tags out as soon as Ew. I get them. But I also found a good one that uh, a Jersey Shore area store uses for their like like Bradley Beach t-shirts, Spring Lake t-shirts, and they're nice gray shirts. And that's not a tag. The the it's tag imprinted. is imprinted. I in. love those. So I sent that to them yesterday. So okay. I'm getting uh I'm getting us and you and you listeners and people who want to order a high quality t-shirt. How much time do you think you need from design to available to purchase? I, I think I don't think much time at all. Really? Yeah. Well, that'd be kind of cool. Like, I think if I was if I was happy with whatever shirts they're currently using, they'd be up there now. It would be up there already. Wow. Yeah. I'm just trying to get the. I I need a high quality shirt because yeah. I'm thinking of you people. That's very nice of you. Like there was a one shirt that I thought, well, this is a quality shirt, and and they sent me a shirt, and it's too thin that it might show man boobs. Yeah, that we don't need. I don't want that. I don't want. Our fans, Jerry, walking around with man boobs. Yeah, it's never a good look when the, you see a guy that's got bigger breasts than the girl he's with. Yeah. And like that I, does happen. Yeah. I tried the shirt. I tried that shirt on, and Gina said, oh, these are man boobs. Now, were your nipples pointy? No, my nipples weren't pointy, but you could see where my... It's 
fine line between pecs and man boobs. Yes, it very is. Very fine. Uh, yes, it is. Very fine line. You got to be very careful with the weightlifting. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You build up muscle in that area, then you stop for a while, and that muscle roll. Yeah. Not good. Not good, Jerry. No, sir. Here's something else I wanted to discuss with you. And you saw I had this on a posty note last week, and you said, oh, I want to make sure we get to that. Yes. <clears throat> what was this now? You and I both subscribe to Spotify. We oh, pay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We pay. We yes. pay for Spotify. Yeah. Right? We uh, we pay our nine ninety nine a month, I, I think I it is. I have a family plan for fourteen ninety nine a month. By the way, nine ninety nine a month for a music lover like myself is uh, a bargain. A bargain. Yep. Uh, I used to easily buy two CDs a month back in the day. Sure. And back then, even like in the nineties, a CD was like fourteen dollars. Right now, you get the whole world of music. Yeah. I know. Right there, and I can make my own greatest hits. Like yeah. it's awesome. I love it. I have no problem paying. Me for too. It. I agree. I, I, Amazon had me as a customer, and yeah. then they completely screwed everything up, and I'm out. And you're so out. I went to Spotify a couple right. of years ago. Very happy with the Spotify. Now, I am also enjoying now that I have longer commutes, the Joe Rogan podcast, yep. which is only available on Spotify. Mm -hmm. So it is a Spotify exclusive. Right. They paid big bucks. They paid Joe Rogan big bucks. Do you think bucks. they took the money they were offering Stern and gave it to Rogan? But yes. Right? Makes sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Uh, so that's part of my subscription, I feel yeah. like. I pay for ad-free Spotify. Right. But the Joe Rogan podcast has ads in it. See, all right, here's my problem. Yeah. I listen to the Sean T podcast, which is only 30 minutes, sometimes 40. What's it's not T three podcast? hours. Sean T, oh. the guy, the fitness guy. Got it. He's got ads in his too, mm -hmm. but his ads are 10 seconds and right back to programming. Doesn't bother me in the least. I really, I have no problem with that. I would prefer they're not there, but it doesn't change my listening hat. It's, it literally could be an eight second, they use a little sound effect. There's like an eight to 10 second tagline sound effect right back to the program. No worries. This Joe Rogan podcast, I put it on two weeks ago. It was like seven minutes of commercials before it even started. Yeah, his reads are like a minute and a half each. Brutal. Yeah. And, no good. Um, it is no good. And a couple things, because I had tweeted about this and got responses that didn't quite make sense. To Just me. for the record, we're not running seven minutes of commercial before this starts, are we? We're not. Okay, good. But this is also free. True. That's fair. So a couple things. One, I understand podcasts have commercials. And Spotify carries podcasts that are carried on iTunes and all these other places. The Joe Rogan podcast is only available on Spotify. Right. So if I am a premium subscriber, I should get a feed that does not include commercials. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. The same That's thing it. I complain about MLB.TV. Right. Paying you $30 a month. Correct. Can we take the commercials out of everything? Right. It's not right. Then people said, well, it's just like Howard Stern. Well, to a point, Howard Stern is sometimes, rarely, but sometimes a live program. Mm -hmm. I understand a talk show host needing a minute or two, and his are not a lot of, he actually does not play a lot of commercials. Not only that, sometimes he talks for an hour and a half before right. they take a break. And then he takes a break and it's and it's only a couple minutes long. And, mm -hmm. and again, it's live. Now, I think when Sirius reruns Howard the rest of the day, those commercials should be out. I agree. Because. If you're not getting it live. Right. We're, we're paying for the service. Yep. I totally agree. Same with like NFL Network on Sirius really pisses me off when they run commercials during football Sunday. Yep. No, Just no throw doubt. it to a game. We're paying for it. We are yeah. paying for it. 
Uh, then people go, isn't that what you do? The, the, uh, they were free. Uh, right. Boomer and Gia was a free show. That's how. Partner Roberts are free. That's how they get paid. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm right, with the, you. It's the business. Right. Spotify's if, got 20 million subscribers at $10 a month. They do the math. way more than that. Whatever it is. I'm just saying. It's an insane amount. There's no reason for us to have to listen to commercials. Right. I agree. Right. And then I know Spotify also has a non-premium free version. Put the commercials on that one. I understand that. It's what it should be. So I don't know who. Uh, now, I did. Everyone's like, why are you telling us to go complain to Spotify? So I did Google it. There are tons of Reddit threads and all these other message boards, complaint boards. Yeah. That uh, believe me, it's covered, and Spotify is aware of it. They're just not paying attention. They don't, and they don't care. They don't. Because no one's canceling. Right. And but then we, other people are like, you could just fast forward through them. I know I can, but I'm driving. Not when I'm driving, I can't. Right. I don't want to be like playing around with my phone when I'm driving. When I'm driving, that's no no chance. On a yeah. plane, sure. At home, okay. Right. Even running. I mean, well, not that I run. Or walking. But not. Driving, I'm not going to start doing that. So what I started doing is, like today on my ride home, I'm going to listen to his interview with Adam Duritz from Counting Crows. Okay. I've already fast forward through all the commercials so you're in the beginning. Set. I'm ready to go. Well, that's kind of smart of you. Yeah. Just like with the Mark Marin podcast, I fast forward the first like 10 minutes where he's just, just talking yeah. before the guest. Yeah, yeah. Not interested. Not interested in what he has to say. No. Good for you. Me neither. Yeah, not interested. I don't know who he is. Now, this report, Jerry, brought to you by <laughs> Carney uh, Bank. Carney Bank. <laughs> oh, here's something that uh, came up over the weekend. I wanted to get your thoughts on this place. Yeah. So. Uh, Gina's uh, friend, Miss New Jersey. Gina's friend okay. is Miss New Jersey. She um, is, is doing an appearance at a place called Selfie World. Oh, my God. What is that? Exactly. So I we looked into it. Selfie World is, the, and there's Selfie Worlds in multiple cities around the country. It's a place where you pay $20 for an hour. And you go into this place, and they have all different cool backgrounds to take selfies in front of. And this is popular. <laughs> it is popular. Selfie world. My goodness. 20 bucks, one hour, various backgrounds. You go in there, you take a lot of photos. Like you and I could go together, right? Then I would take pictures of you at Selfie World. You would take pictures of me if we brought a third person. This is never happening. We could. I did look this morning to see where they have Selfie Worlds. Yeah. There isn't one here in New Jersey. Miss New Jersey's going to one actually in Virginia. Go what the hell is they paying her for? Like, how much are they paying her? I don't know. Ten grand? I don't know what. I don't know if Miss New Jersey gets paid for. She's her just driving to Virginia to go to Selfie World. I don't. I, I didn't get into the details. What is this? This is replacing uh, Disney World. That's what I'm saying. Like, would you vacation at no. Selfie World? Are you out of your mind? Yeah, no. I wouldn't either. But. I don't even think... But, but you're tempted. <laughs> but we, can't we just green screen ourselves into yes. anywhere? Of, well, Why do we need selfie world? I don't know. Um, I don't know how that green screen works with the selfie. Yeah, the that's photograph. a good... Right. Yeah, it's more video. Yeah, no, I... I please. I, 20 I'm bucks. good. No, nah, 20 I did look, your ass. I, I was looking. There's a location in Tampa, so I clicked on that location. It said, selfie world Tampa is open now. We are a pop-up... We're a pop-up venue right now. We hope to stay here for longer, though. So I guess they're testing it out. I like pop-up venues. It's funny. I've tried doing a pop-up lease like four different times. Yeah. No one will accept it. Yeah, I wonder how who who, who accepts pop-up. I like, don't know. Like you see them a lot of times. Halloween. I guess, yeah, I guess the malls are used to that. Strip malls that don't have places in I it. They guess. must really jack up the price 
for the Halloween pop-up shops. Yeah, I suppose so. I've tried a few times. No, I'm not interested. Not they interested. don't do pop-ups. Okay. But it seems like they're all over the place. A pop-up you would just want to do like one month? Yeah, give me, I want a four-month lease. Yeah. I'll be in, out, no worries. Here's some money. Got to go. Like, no, it would be cool. A summer pop-up place. Sure. Like, yeah. you sell Italian ices. Or Absolutely. Or just iced coffee. Yeah. Or you get a truck and you just do it out of there. I think that'd be fun. Getting a truck? To do... I think a truck maintenance. A coffee truck. Well, yeah. A coffee truck? To do a coffee truck by the beach. You just do coffee and iced coffee. That's it. So simple and so much. I think it'd be fun and you'd be packed. Yeah, I wonder what you have to pay for that, though. I'm sure you need a permit somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure it's a lot. Like anything. Nothing's easy. Right. Nothing's easy. No, nothing's easy. But that would be neat. Like, that would be fun. Just hang out at the beach all summer. Yeah. Like, you'd live. That'd be cool. But make money. That'd be kind of neat. That would be neat. I see there's a, uh, on my ride home when I go through either Neptune City or something, there's a, there's like an empty lot and there's a guy selling Jamaican jerk chicken or something out of a truck. Yeah. And all I think when I go by is, did this guy have to get a permit or could he just be sitting here? I know these guys in Manhattan that get the permits for their corners. Yeah. They spend, dude, it is expensive. They say the most expensive one is by the Museum of Natural History or something. Sure it's it like an insane amount yeah, of money. Yeah, might be a couple million dollars a year or something. I know it's over six figures to yeah. have uh, like a hot dog stand. It's, it's Think about that. <laughs> think about how many hot dogs you have to sell just to pay that permit. And Unless think, it's a one-time fee, which I don't know. No, I think it's a yearly fee. It's annual. But you also got to think like, okay, if they get their sodas and all that, their waters, and they're buying it in bulk, and they're selling a water for four dollars. Sure, you know, you know, but still, just to break even, you've got to, your first hundred thousand dollars that There's you nothing. earn is zero dollars. Correct. It's tough. Yeah, the food trucks, that does sound cool. Like, if you're in the right location. Yeah, it could be fun. That's a nice little spot. But I don't want to cook. I, I like the coffee thing. I think yeah. I think that would be awesome. So, my son said to me yesterday, my younger son, he wants to he wants to own an ice cream shop. I said, dude, I'm in. I think that sounds great. Yeah. I, I can't think of an ice cream place that's ever gone out of business by me. Right. Or a pizza place. Like, those two things, no, I'm not saying they don't. I'm saying I've never seen it. The ice cream one is funny because you would think in the dead of winter... It's tough. It's tough, but I've driven by... You still get people, but it's yeah. not like summer and yeah. spring. Even fall's still good because it's so warm in the fall. What kind of shop does he want? Does he like hard ice cream or the soft serve? He wants both. He wants to have yeah. both. And he wants Italian ices in there, too. Does he want the ones where you, there's like a ton of varieties? We haven't got that You haven't got that far yet? Discussion. Maybe I'll come work for you guys. There you go. We'll put a little Al's coffee in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> you just have a, I'll, just have, I'll be there with a Keurig machine. Perfect. I actually thought that would work too. It would if you got the uh, the business ones, like the yeah, industrial like you, size. But you have just a bunch of Keurigs. It's self serve. Yeah. So you come in. They have that at Freehold Mall. Is that right? Freehold Mall has like one of those little. Um, I don't know if it's still there, but it was before the pandemic. One of those little market shops. Yeah. Where you're like you know like a newsstand shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have coffee. You buy it at the counter. They give you the the Keurig, and then you the Keurig is out, not outside, but it's in the shop. You make it yourself, and it's a dollar. Yeah, that's cool. It is. I agree. Smart. Yeah. As long as you keep that Keurig machine pumping, you don't got to do nothing. Plus, imagine the varieties you could have. There's so many different K-Cups. Oh, sure. You'd have hundreds of varieties. Sure so you could have like a menu when someone comes in. Yeah. What's your flavor of the day, Mr. Dukes? And just, you got a... Hawaiian Kona. Link up with Keurig. Yeah. That's Boomer knows all. the Keurig people. Does he? Do that. Yeah. Boomer knows everybody. He does. God. 
All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. That's we, it. We're good. We know everybody on the warm-up show. Sounds good to me. Oh, I forgot to. Yeah, they'll do this. I'll save this story tomorrow for All right. you, Jerry. Tomorrow's story. Uh, I'll give you the headline. Okay. Just as a tease for tomorrow's post-game podcast. New smart toilet will take pictures of your poop. We'll Have a great day, Al. We'll see you tomorrow on the warm-up show. See ya. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It is a few minutes after 5 o'clock. We start a new week. It's the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details. So much to get to. Great game at the Garden last night. We've got the Eddie Scazzeri to our right, really right in front of Alan to my right. And then, of course, for me is Al Trey Dukes. What's up, dude? Oh, hi, Jerry. What a terrific weekend. It was super hot. Uh, Eddie made a trip uh, down to Maryland, said that the, based on traffic, the coronavirus is over. I would agree with that. Based on oh all the people I saw down the Jersey Shore this weekend, uh, it is over. We have defeated coronavirus. Well, how about we just forget even that to that point? Yeah. The 15,000 at the Garden last night, which looked awesome. And I know they're fully vaccinated sections. I get it. But it looked legit and real again. And more than that. Did you at all, at least in highlights, see the 18th hole at Kiowa last night with I Phil did. Mickelson? I did see that, Jerry. If you're telling me coronavirus is still prevalent right now, oh, wake me up. We beat it, Jerry. It, I mean, I don't know if we beat it. Finally. We beat our ass, but I think we're past it. I, I was, hope. I'm a year off in my prediction. Uh, last year around this time or even a couple weeks earlier, I said, listen, by Memorial Day weekend, people are going to be sick of it. We're leaving our homes. Wrong Memorial Day weekend? I was a year off. But listen. Give or take a year, we're good. I was a year off. What a weekend for sports, Jerry. It really was. I mean, there was a hockey playoffs with the Islanders. The Nets played. The Knicks played. The Last Mets night played. was awesome. Yeah, what an evening. And I defeated a mockingbird by uh, that's been terrorizing the Bradley Beach neighborhood. It's been terrorizing me and my dog. I squirt it with water. And good. winner. There you go. Don't come at me. What is it? What did Mike say? Bring better than a pea shooter or something? No idea. Don't bring a pea shooter or something. That's what I say to the bird. You lose. Don't attack. You would never, Jerry, attack something much larger than you, right? Probably not. No. No. So birds should not. They're be stupid. Right. Birds are stupid. Don't attack humans. Don't attack dogs. We will defeat you. I could have easily killed the bird. But How about not... I throw a pit bull at you? Let's see you defeat that. Well, that I can't defeat. Okay. So let's relax. I would not be able to defeat a pit bull. Fair right. point, Jerry. And okay. I'm bigger than a pit bull. Barely. Exactly. Barely. The pit bull is more muscular. Yes, it is. So uh, the Nick game last night, Jerry, do we now have a new garden villain in uh, in Trey Young? Eddie, put my fader up. Make sure that's fader. up. Because this is what was heard fader. early on in the Ooh. first quarter. They're psyched to be back in the postseason. Now, the bleep That's is rude. for the word F. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're saying Trey Young. What? And it was over and over and over. But 
at the end of the day, he's the one that gets the game winner. He's the one that has the 13 points in the fourth quarter, and he's the one that turns to the crowd and says, if you read the lips, quiet as effing here. That's second only to the choke move that Reggie Miller yeah, put you, on. Yeah, I'll tell you, and that's what the reporters were asking him about, not that in particular, but they were like, you know, Reggie Miller, MJ, like, do you feel like you got one over on them? And he was great post game. And Such I, a likable kid. And I love that it's game one that it went down. So we got that, a whole series. Of right. This. Now we got a whole series, and, and it's something for the more casual basketball fan. I have a serious question for All you. All right. Do you think that we will hear F. Trey Young chants in Atlanta? In Atlanta, no. <laughs> why? You think a lot of Knicks I fans are going possi- down there? Well, here's why. I've had numerous people tell me it's cheaper to fly to Atlanta to watch game three than it is to go to the garden. I would not, and Atlanta's a terrible sports town. I would not be shocked if that place was overrun by Nick fans. Hmm. Keep an eye, listen for that over the weekend next week. All right. I don't like that chant. I don't either. It's I think it's, creative, it's awful. I agree. It's graphic. There's no reason for it. Be do be like do something more creative. I agree. I completely agree with you. And I don't listen, not to be old man here. I'm an old man. But it's like there's so many kids in the building. It's yeah. like it's and it's so obvious Classless. what they're saying. I you're not wrong. You Knicks fans are class. And by the way, I thought you needed to have a lot of money to go to these games. Shouldn't you be? Uh, don't we assume that people with money are classier? Although I guess they're it not. Doesn't Jerry. matter. They're, fans are nuts anywhere, and it's not Nick. It's all fans. That's why I know Philadelphia gets this bad rap. And trust me, I've had my problems in Philly. I've also had great experiences in Philadelphia. I've had, ju- I've heard and watched and witnessed just as bad experiences at City Field, at Yankee Stadium, at the Meadowlands. It's everywhere. Dolan should have thrown all those people out of MSG last night. For they weren't saying chance. F. Dolan. They were no, saying F. Trey Young. Still, I don't like that language. Throw them out, old man. Get off my lawn time. I suppose. I suppose. Yeah, I don't like that. So that's... 15,000 there last night. Pretty loud. Now, I would like to see the Knicks win. It's good for business, Jerry. But when you are saying F. Trey Young and chanting it, I'm glad you lost. <laughs> really? What's Why funny... would they say that? What was What was the motivating... Because he's, he's the star. Good. Yeah, he's the star. But it's not like he That's disrespected why. New York or the Knicks. Nor is there any rivalry right. between him. Silly. He's what? the guy they went after. Who decided that was the chant? I, I always wonder, like, how do those chants get started? One guy had a... One st- guy starts it. One drunk guy had to start yelling it. Then his drunk friends with him chimed in. Then his section... And then all of a sudden, Jerry, the entire MSG. There's I mean, no they doubt. didn't even say that to the Iron Sheik when he would <laughs> wrestle in the garden. And he was anti-American. He was spitting on the American flag. Trey Young is not anti-American. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> even the anti-American Iron Sheik, when he would perform at the garden, didn't get such nasty chants. Yeah, you're right. This this to me is funny. Like going through the uh, post-game press conference with him, like, these are reporters that have to ask this question. Oh, Continuing with the FU theme a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a theme working here this evening. Yes. We'd like to continue with it. My questions <laughs> will continue following the. <laughs> he spoke for 11 minutes. I wouldn't say half of them, but pretty close to half of them were about those chants. And at one point, about nine minutes in, he's like, guys, I mean, I, I really don't want to keep talking about right. this. 
But since you asked. <laughs> so they funny. don't play again until Wednesday that night. sucks. I in, hate that. In the Garden again. It is, yes. Games one and two in the Garden. I wish they were playing Tuesday, but they're not. The Nets are off again tonight. They play tomorrow night. It's too. There's too much spacing in these series. I say you get that chant again at the Garden if the Knicks are look like they're going to win it. I don't think they do it if they look like they're going to lose. I don't know about that. I think they've. I think they've started something. I think it starts again right in the beginning of the second game. How soon into that game did that was that going? Do you I want to say three minutes into the game. Oh, it was early. It on. was early. Oh, this was <laughs> early in the first quarter. Yeah. So people weren't even juiced up yet with their beers. No, no, no. They were juiced up. Oh, they were having a blast. These were like pre-gaming animals that were. Yeah, I mean, they were pre-gaming, Jerry. They were they were set to go. I mean, if you think about it, it's been that long since you've had a full, and it wasn't a full crowd, but you had fifteen thousand. It felt like a full crowd, and it's been. You know, months and months. It's been over a year. Remember, too, the Knicks didn't participate in Orlando. Um, so, you know, in the they weren't in the playoffs or anything last year. So they've had an extended amount of time off. So for these fans, I have a friend of mine that works there. He sent me a video. He says, this place is absolutely nuts. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Good team, playoffs, back, fans, absolutely. And then the Nets won also over the weekend, Jerry. They did. Not easy, exciting. but they did win. And you know what's funny about that? You sit there and say, oh, they beat the Celtics. You know, the Jazz lost last night to the Grizzlies, who wound up winning in Oakland the other night to beat the Warriors in that play-in scenario. And all of a sudden, you look down, no Donovan Mitchell again last night. So go out take care of business. That's what they did. One game down, 15 to go. Now, tonight we get uh, Mets-Rockies. Yeah. We get stink again. Islanders-Penguins game five. five. That's right. Is that a seven-game series here? Yeah, yes. Game five. This is not a do or die tonight. Then Tuesday night, we get Mets, we get Yankees, we get Nets. Yep. Then Wednesday, we get Mets, we get Yankees, we get Knicks. Yeah, it's outstanding. It really is. It is a. And the Islanders would be when? When is game six? Did you write that down? I didn't write that down. Because tonight's five. I would think Wednesday would be game six. I'm not sure of that, though. Did you see all the Jets players at the Islanders game? I saw the still photo. The still photo? Yeah. Did you see any of the video? No. The one dude was all jacked up on uh, on his mullet. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm, people were excited about that. I think these mullets are horrendous. Dan Feeney is his name. He's an unknown. They look awful. He's an unknown offensive lineman with the Jets, but. Well, we know who he is now. We know who he is now. he's got a terrible haircut. Zach Wilson was there. Okay. He looks like a mom. He have a mullet? No, no mullet. <laughs> he's, uh, he bring his moms. He did not bring his moms. <laughs> his moms is still uh, living in uh, Utah. But Zach Wilson's girlfriend, now I know this from being on his mom's Instagram page, Zach Wilson's girlfriend gave Zach Wilson's moms a necklace with a New Jersey charm. So she always has New Jersey around her, around her uh, neck, which I was happy to see they didn't, that they didn't give her a New York, state of New York. You're right. Smart, because they play in New Jersey, They live in Florham Park now, I would think, or I right around you, there. I don't know if you know this, Jerry, but the uh, Jets and Giants actually play in New Jersey. I did know and that. And yet they're called New York. They are. All right, here's your Islanders-Penguins uh, schedule. Way to stall. That was good. Thank you, Jerry. What's today's? So they play 24th. again uh, the Tomorrow. 26th. Uh, so Wednesday. Wednesday. Right, so tonight, Wednesday. Wow, so Wednesday we get, Packed. let me run over this again, Jerry. Packed. Wednesday we get Mets- we get Yankees, we get Islanders, we get Knicks. It's actually too much to watch. Jerry, you might not be able to go home that day. You may have to, right? Well, I would if I were you here. No, you're right. You do come home. But what you do is you come come back around midnight. 
I am not and coming start back gathering all that no, sound because no. there's going to be a lot to go over. I got in this morning around three because I wanted to watch the. I fell asleep. I wanted to watch the fourth quarter when yeah. I got in, so I got in here around three ish. That's probably what I will do on these mornings. You have to. Yeah, it's a lot to go through. Yeah, it's it's actually too much. We there's went actually, from nothing to too much. There's actually too much sports. There's a lot. There is a lot. Like for for instance, yesterday I didn't see a, which is unusual. I didn't see a second of the Met game yesterday, and I watched Friday night. I saw some. Uh, no, I didn't see much Saturday, but I didn't see yesterday. Usually, I watch the Mets on Sunday. Didn't yesterday? Too Caught much some sports. of the Yankee game. Yes, there's a lot going on, and I knew we had the Knicks, and I I was it was good through the first half, and then I just I couldn't get my eyes open. Yeah, but I had the alarm set to make sure I got in early. And so it was good. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun week. And then at the end of the week, Jerry, Memorial Day weekend. This is very true. I mean, this is some week right now. This is a pretty good week, and people are running around. And I saw the Mets, the Mets released a policy that no longer do you need the negative COVID test. Is that right? To come. And now if you're going to buy a fully vaccinated ticket, you do have to prove that when you walk in. But you can buy in the non-vaccinated sections, but you no longer need is that right? a negative test. More proof, Jerry. We've defeated coronavirus again it it beat us i think but i think we're moving past it it won the battle but we are going to win the war that's fine it won a lot of battles it won early on they coronavirus coronavirus took a huge lead on us huge lead it was destroying us yeah like we had to go into the locker room at halftime and really regroup and be like what are we doing here let's get some vaccines let's wear some masks let's not touch people these sorts of things, Jerry. Yeah. We regrouped. We got a pep talk, and then we came back strong. Yeah, I would say Vince Lombardi gave us the pep talk. Yeah. Because we were struggling there for a while. Or Ric Flair. No, no, not Ric Woo. Flair. Woo your butt, no. Coronavirus? Listen up. Get out. It's enough. So, yeah, good stuff. And you got yourself a long weekend coming up. That... Although I got to tell you, I really did not leave my house much. Shocking! You know, it was beautiful weather. It was gorgeous. It was actually too hot. No, it wasn't. It was not too hot. It was I needed beautiful. to be uh, But I was, you know, a lot of bikini w- girls, Jerry, running around. A lot of large people as well. Then not only good-looking bikini girls and slim men surfboarding. There's also a lot of uh, large and in-charge folks. Well, that's society. That are really flaunting their largeness. Well. Good for Probably them. Good time for themselves. If you got it, flaunt it. If you got, that's what I say, Jerry. If you got to flaunt it, whether that be washboard abs, you could flaunt new mortgage. Like flaunt it. You got oh, it. That's really what flaunt I did, it. Jerry. What I did is I stood out on my balcony and I yelled to the people on the beach. <laughs> it's officially the one year anniversary of my new condo. You know, it's funny. It wouldn't shock me if you did. It was the best decision I've ever made. With the bullhorn. Buying my home. It's my own place, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? I'm building equity in my home. I owe a big thank you to Carney Bank. I was going to hang a huge banner of theirs on my balcony. You know how much I love them, Jerry. They made the mortgage process very easy. My mortgage loan officer was always accessible, personable, and quick to respond. First-time home buyers do not hesitate to explore Carney Bank. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, so much to do. We are just getting started. Knicks lost a uh, crushing one last night to the Hawks. Nets won on Saturday night. Win for the Yankees. Mets lost. And Phil Mickelson, how about that? He wound up winning the PGA Championship at Kiowa. 
Just getting started. Boomer and Geo on an action-packed Monday on The Fan at 6. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, two scientists responsible for the COVID-19 vaccine. You're welcome. 523. It's a Monday, a very busy Monday here on The Fan as the NBA playoffs got underway. We got bait. How about this one real quick? Not that we need to talk about it much. So the Yankees have won six straight games. They've really righted the ship. They're playing well. They're pitching outstanding. Do you, do you have any idea who's got the biggest winning streak in baseball right now? The Mets. Oh, good Lord. They just lost two of three over the weekend. Oh, oh my God, no. No. I feel like I know the answer to this for reals. Um, the A's. No. So you've got the Padres and the Dodgers. Padres, I believe, have won nine straight. The Dodgers have won seven straight. You know the Rays have won ten in a row? The Tampa Rays? Yeah. I did, I did not know that. Well, right. You thought it was the Mets, so <laughs> clearly you didn't know <laughs> They had at one point a nice little winning streak. <laughs> they going did have the a nice little winning streak. Right. And they then had they nice... lost two out of three to the Marlins. They did bounce back with the with the series in Atlanta, but then they blew it in Miami this weekend. The Marlins uniforms are cool. They were neat. The red what uniforms. Were, I don't know the red uniforms with the uh, that off blue color hat. They were yeah. cool looking. They were neat. I agree. Yeah, and I love their like the batting helmets were cool. Yes, it was all it was all good. If I could still win a replica batting helmets down the Jersey Shore boardwalks, I would definitely go for that cool Marlins one. I don't know that that one would be available. Yeah, that's the problem. But I'll bet you you can buy it on their team shop. A batting helmet? Yeah, why not? All right. I would think so. If that's available, I'm purchasing it today, Jerry. All right. Well, I will. T- I'll tell you what. All I right. will find out before the end of this Perfect. hour show is over. Jerry, a couple, another big story that happened yesterday in sports. First of all, one, I'm older than Phil Mickelson. Yeah, he's 50. What? What did you think? He looked like he'd be my father. No, he looks great. Phil Mickelson. No, but I mean, I'm very young, Jerry. He looks like a, no, I gotta, he looks listen, like a man who's 50. Listen, I got to be honest. Yeah. You look great for your age. Yes. You do look older than he does. <laughs> He's got great hair. Stop. He's fit and trim. I look older than Phil Mickelson. You do have a grandfatherly look sometimes. Oh, You know, I told my mother that. I said, the other day I looked in the mirror and I saw my father's father. There you go. My mother goes, no, I don't see that. Well, you're probably just thinner than he was, I bet. Right? Yeah, but but I got a look of me in these glasses and my bald head. Well, that's what I'm saying. Wrinkly neck. I was like, huh. This is what I'm saying. I, so that th- threw me off. I'll be honest with you, Jerry. That How was, old did you seriously think he was? Seventy three? I thought he was sixty. Seriously, oh, God no. I thought Phil Mickelson was sixty. Why is it a big deal that a fifty year old won a major? Because uh, he's the oldest one to ever have done it. Yeah, but why? Like, I feel like I'll tell. So here's dudes win all the time. So this is a good. This is a good. Uh, good question. Thank you. So in a lot of cases, as guys get older, their power diminishes a little, but they can still play and they can still win from time to time. But it's very difficult to beat these twenty somethings that can hit the ball 350 yards. Here's the difference. Mickelson can still bomb it with all of them. And as a matter of fact, yesterday, Brooks Kepka goes up, hits the ball 360. Mickelson steps up after him, goes 366. Longest drive of the weekend. That's why he can still compete with them. So you're telling me that Jack Nicholas never won a major 
After he was 46. He, was he won the Masters. That was the oldest until yesterday. Nicholas and old Tom Morris from British Open. We don't really count that because it was 18 something. Who's the other famous older golfer? There's Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, Jerry. You're telling me Arnold Palmer no. didn't win when he was I don't over think 50? Arnold Palmer won a major in his 40s, as a matter of fact. Actually, I, I know can't that. I believe it. It's hard to do. Yeah. Especially would, now. There's so no, many good players. Now it seems harder because, like, every time there's a major, some dude you never heard of wins. It does happen, yes. But back in the olden days of golf, the Arnold Palmer days, Jerry, the Jack Nicholas days. Right. I feel like those guys dominated when they had gray hair. You're telling me they had gray hair They at looked older. Yes. I'm telling you they looked older. You know, Gary Player didn't win a major when he was fifth. No one did. This is the first time it's happened. Jerry, you're telling me Chi-Chi Rodriguez <laughs> did not win a major when he was 50 years old or older. I don't you're think... You're going to tell me Chi-Chi Rodriguez was 38 when he was winning? I don't think Chi-Chi Rodriguez... <laughs> I cannot believe you pulled that, that guy out was of your cool. butt. When he would do that thing where he'd like slide the the putter back in as yes. if it was like a, a holster. That was actually pretty funny. <laughs> like of all you the names, you didn't think I knew Chi Chi Rodriguez, did you? No, I didn't. I did not think so. Oh, that's funny. I don't, and I could be wrong. I'm trying to Google. It. I don't even think he ever won a major, let alone <laughs> one when he was Rodriguez, fifty. How would I know I him? I don't man. think so. Well, because he was, he was he was fun. Yeah, I mean he was a character. A Absolutely. Like Gary Player won a lot. Hold on a second here. Uh, Chi-Chi Rodriguez Don't did not the... win any major championships, but he won two senior majors. Oh, there the seniors. That's the other thing. These guys probably go into the senior tour. Mickelson has played senior events yeah. already, and he's won. <laughs> How much money that guy's making? Yeah, a lot of cash. This was fun. It really was fun yesterday watching that. Now, one guy who didn't have fun yesterday was Brooks Kepka. He was not happy with the huge crowd that stormed the 18th fairway so how about this before you get to that yeah. you mentioned kepka this this to me was funny so i had to run out for something so yes dork face over here put pga tour radio on <laughs> i love you know i love mickelson so i put it on first hole and mickelson starts with a two-shot lead or, or maybe it was a one-shot lead whatever it was he makes bogey at the first hole kepka birdies as they leapfrog one another so Kepka now has a, a one-shot lead, not an 11-shot lead, a one-shot lead. And the announcer on PGO Tour Radio goes, hmm, game on or game over? <laughs> I'm like, is this idiot serious? It's the first hole, and it's Mickelson. I mean, what, Kepka's just going to run away with it now? Which he didn't, but I found that amusing. And then in the on the 18th, he clearly did not have a good round and then he had other things happen. He said of the crowd uh, storming the 18th fairway, quote, it would have been cool if I didn't have a knee injury and got dinged a few times in the knee in that crowd because no one really gave a bleep. Was Scooter so was, McGavin, a Shooter McGavin there, pounding his knee with a club? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. This he was stupid. not happy. People dinged his knee. I will tell you at one point, and I even think one of the announcers even said it, it seemed like they were losing control of the crowd. Like, Mickelson at one point was engulfed by fans. Yeah. And there were state troopers with him, but they were having trouble keeping them away. And then all of a sudden, he kind of emerged from the past. It really was something out of, like, the 50s. I saw that aerial shot. It was crazy. Though. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I did play there once. It's a great golf course. Where is this at? It's Kiowa Island, South Carolina. Oh. Beautiful. We played there one time during our... We went there for four days. We played all the surrounding courses, and we played the ocean course one day. What's better, South Carolina or North Carolina? They all have their great courses. 
I like South general, Carolina, but they're both great. If you great. had to pick to live in South Carolina or North Carolina? I'd probably go to South Carolina. It's a little warmer. Yeah. Slightly warmer. Not much, but a little bit. But whatever. Six of one, half dozen of the other. Plus, you've got a lot of New Yorkers living in North Carolina. Right. So you'd feel very much at home. I feel like New Yorkers take over any place with decent weather, but it's our it's old New Yorkers. I have a friend of mine that moved to Matthews, North Carolina. It's near Charlotte, but like in the suburbs, not like right around the corner. And his block, I think there's like nine homes. I think seven of them are all from the Northeast. And he's like, you know, on football Sundays, you got the Steeler flag goes up, the Giant flags up, the Jets flag. It's like, where are we? The Carolina people must hate that. Prop. Well, you know what? They keep building new construction, and things keep getting more and more expensive here. People leave. I always wonder that, like. With New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, California, the the really high tax states. Sure. And they keep going, people are leaving, people. Wouldn't the people who run those states then go, maybe we should lower the taxes? You would think. At at some point, they might have to do something. Right. Wouldn't they have to or everyone's just going to leave? But we're not all going to leave. But you know what's funny about that, though, is even with the what you will read about a quote-unquote mass exodus from the area— at the same time, you can't buy a house right now. Right. You put your house up yes. for sale, it's bought in 30 seconds. <laughs> so people might be leaving, but more people are coming in. It is weird. That's a great point. Very strange. I had a realtor contact us about our house about two weeks ago. They're like, I could sell it for you in five minutes and you would make this. I'm like, wow. Right. Honey, we're moving. <laughs> we're going to the Carolinas. <laughs> That's right. It's incredible. And she's like, we're looking for inventory because we have more clients and there are homes available yeah. in the areas they want to be in. Yeah, I think that those realtors are sending out those cards saying that. Yeah, and in certain cases like this one, contacting us directly. Mm. So she got our number from a fellow friend. Maybe I'll sell my place. Why not? Listen, you go to that over 55 now. <laughs> not yet, Jerry. I'm 51. But you actually can move in now. That's true. There's actually no rules. Remember There's we not. did that story about the teenager who accidentally moved into a 55 and older? It's a guideline. I don't think you can make that law. Right. But you, I mean, you would fit right in. You're quiet. No kids. I'm nosy. You got a dog that looks like you. It's perfect. I look out my window for trouble. All those things. Yes. Right. Neighborhood watchmen. Yeah. Like they should actually pay you to join the over 55 community. Yes. Just saying. I'd sit there with all the old ladies and gossip. Although I got to be honest, I feel like you've really figured it out. Which part? Like where you are. I've always said I've admired that. I like where you are. Down the shore, across, right. literally across the street from the ocean. Pretty good. Because then I don't, like like this weekend, I really didn't do anything, but I felt like I was doing something. Now, how did that differ from mix. last weekend? No, no different. <laughs> there were more bit people outside my window. Right, that's it. That there was, was the activity difference. in life. There was activity in life, Jerry. All right, a lot of activity in life coming up. We got four hours of craziness starting at 6 o'clock. Their names, Boomer and Geo, right here on The Fan. Al and Jerry, Radio Gaga, Radio Goo Goo, Radio Doo Doo. Well, some would say the uh, Knicks had a doo doo ending last night as they lost to the Hawks. Game winner from Trey Young, who basically told them to go bleep themselves after they told him to go bleep himself. <laughs> that was a fun night at the Garden. But, uh, the Knicks did mm. fall, yes. The Knicks lost, you're saying, Jerry? Yes. I see the Yankees turned to triple play on Friday evening. How about that? I didn't see this. I read about it Saturday morning. Yeah, I watched it. It uh, The triple play, for the most part, is really just luck. 
Oh, of course it is. You got a man on first and second and a bullet hit to third base. Correct. And you, you know, it's just luck. Well, it's it's certainly a fortunate bounce to the right spot. There's no question. But, I mean, you can say that about a double play, too, in a lot of cases. You need the ball hit right to the shortstop or the second baseman and make the turn, make the throw. Right, but people were comparing on social media the triple play to a no-hitter. Or a no-hitter. It's, it's, it's rare. That's why. I guess it's rare, right? There's not a lot of triple plays. Let me see if I can find it for you here. It was the classic, the bullet to third, step on third, to second, to turn, to first. Uh, you got to have a slower runner, of course, as well, right, Jerry? Yeah, it does help. Can't have a speedster. It does help. That is for sure. Did Just... you see Otani run out that, uh, get a double on like a, a loop? He hit like a, a, a single up the middle. Well, if you remember, too, and this was really fast. So you had the kid from, I think it was Mullins, the kid from Baltimore, yeah. who got a triple on a pop fly that just oh, yes. cleared the outfield. That's a guy that's running hard right from the sound of the bat. And Otani, I tell you, Otani's becoming a legend. Even like MLB players are starting to, you know, use their social media platforms to praise him as a, he can pitch fine, but he's hitting like crazy. He does things like that. It's impressive. Here's the uh, triple play if you want to hear. Would you like to hear, John? I would like that, Jerry. Runners lead. Pitch. Hit on the ground to third. Step on third. Go to second. There's two. Back to first. It's a triple play. A triple play. Ashella to Odor DeVoit. Five, four, three. Triple play. All right. It also helps nowadays you can't destroy the guy uh, making right. the play at second by sliding into his No question. Hip. You're right about that. Because you know? that's, that has changed things for sure. You know, all of a sudden, have to have the proper path yeah. to the base. you got to slide into the base. Can't overslide the base. So we're not taking anybody out. Right. But you're yeah. right. There is luck involved in that, no doubt. Cool, though. It is cool because cool. it's rare. Jerry, it's pretty cool. i got to tell you, every time I see a shutout now, the first thing I do is, does this team have a hit? Right. Like, I check scores. You're looking for no-hitters. I see 4 nothing in the 6th. I'm like, oh, Jesus, we have another no-hitter going? Oh, good, they've got four hits, thankfully. <laughs> Holy God. We have more proof of wuss baseball players, Jerry. Wuss, What's this? Wuss baseball players. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer of the Tampa Rays oh. was out of the lineup uh, yesterday. He had a eyelash stuck in his eye. He couldn't see. Yeah. Like, how do you want him to hit? He had it. A- like I get your theory yeah. about was baseball funny. player, yes, but you've got a ninety-eight mile an hour fastball coming at you, and you can't see. Now he says he had an eyelash in his eye, and he thought, "Well, I'll just wash it out with the eye wash." And he thinks that doing that pushed the eyelash behind his eyeball. Oh, is this true? Yeah. Wow. That well, it got into like a weird spot in the eye, or that it scratched his eye on the way. To wherever it went. <laughs> to wherever it went to. And they're still winning games, so they're fine. Yeah. That is a weird one. But I he said, yeah. But it was weird, too. Like you said, he couldn't. He said it felt like he had sand in his, like sure. a sand particle in his eye. It's which... going to be very difficult to concentrate and see. Right. But they go, he's not playing, but he is available to pinch hit. But you can't see. <laughs> well, how is that the case? Send Kiermaier up there with his one eye. <laughs> We're going to have our Kirk Gibson moment yeah. here. <laughs> uh, Kiermaier's up there with one eye. Whoosh, oh, right. Oh, man, that's funny. There have been times where I've got, like, injured players. Uh, clearly, it's youth baseball, but yeah. I'm saying you get injured players, and if you take them out of the order and you don't have anybody to replace them, which in a lot of cases we don't, it's an automatic out when their turn in the order comes up. So I tell them, just go up there and stand there. You know how many times they walk? Yeah. 
especially if the other kid knows that they can't swing. Yes. It almost puts more pressure on the pitcher, the and they end up going to first on four pitches. Right. Right. It's, that's when it becomes a thinking game, and your mind gets the best of you. Like, if I was Kiermaier, I would go I would go up to the batter's box. I would look at the pitcher and say, can't see. Have at it. And just stand there with the bat on your shoulder. And then one time, just whoop, You could do that. Swing away. Jerry, you want to do a quick good for you segment? Yeah, I like good for you. This is uh, good for you. This is where I give you a story, basically just a headline. Al lives across from the beach. It's summer, and there's girls in bikinis. Hey, good for hey, you. Good for you. <laughs> no, you got to be like, hey, good for you. <laughs> right. Uh, where I give you a story, there's really not much to comment on other than saying, hey, good for you. Okay. All right, Jerry. Uh, 41 years after leaving Purdue University, 49ers Kena Turner graduates with his daughter. He's a four-time Super Bowl champ, Jerry. He works in the Niners' front office now, and he got his college degree. Well, you know what, Keena Turner? Hey, good for you. Hey, Keena Turner. How good for you? That's great. <gasps> Not quitting on his dream. I remember when he played, I always thought the announcer was saying Tina Turner. Every time they said Keena Turner. Keena, I could see that. That's when Tina Turner was hot. Well, yes, in the 80s. Yeah, late 80s. Yep, absolutely. Mid to late 80s. It's a long time ago now. I didn't know. Like, if you would have said name the four-time Super Bowl champion players, and like, I would never guess Keena Turner is on that list. No, the first person that comes to mind for me is Charles Haley. Yes. Because he won so much with the Niners and the Cowboys. Right, Niners and Cowboys. Right. Uh, didn't he win seven? Does that sound right? That's, uh, that could be, that could be Jerry. But I do, I mean, now you'd think of Tom Brady, obviously. But, yeah, pretty wild. Yeah, so good for Keena Turner. Good for him. That's uh, awesome. And uh, Here's a cool story. This is another good for you? Um, Not sure. It could okay. be a good for you. But not. Ne- but there's more to say than just, like, with the Keena Turner story, there's nothing to say. Right. Guy graduated. Got good job. Good for you. So you go with good for you. Uh, there's a ESPN, local ESPN radio host in Indianapolis. His name is Dan Dakich. Dan Dakich. Not Dakich. Dan Dockich. Now it sounds like the Cowboys quarterback, and he's got Jockich. Dan Dockich. 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 I guess he ran into some uh, gambling problems uh, during a particular March of Madness. Really? Either last year or two years ago. And uh, he lost some money. And he decided that he he had lost out on the value of a dollar. Sure. He took advantage of what a dollar means. I feel like we talk about this a lot, actually. Yes. He's like, he he lost sight of the value of a dollar. Sure. So when he's not hosting his radio show, he has become a DoorDash driver. Oh, we and you have talked about this. Exactly. Look at that. And I'm not looking to, for the value of a dollar. I'm looking to kill time and make some money. Yeah. And just directly fund the 529. Just I guess, whatever. Yeah, well, I guess he owes people money from his gambling debts, family uh-huh. members that bailed him out and such okay. that he wants to pay them back. But he says, you know, he's a DoorDash driver. And so you could, Jerry, if you live in Indianapolis and you're a big fan of Dan Dockage. Isn't he a, a college basketball? Yes, Eddie. Right? Yes, he is that as well. He's an analyst, isn't he's he? An analyst. So he, wow. So in between, like when he's got time to kill, like he said, he took the time that he was wasting on social media, and he, if he has an hour to go, oh, I don't have to pick up my kids from school for another hour. Go drive. I'm gonna go DoorDash. I, you know what? Spectacular. I think Spectacular. it's a, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Be productive with your like if you can get over your ego. Right. Like, why not do it? There's no reason not to. To what? To sit around and watch TV and do nothing? Right. I'll pass. 
I know you don't mind doing that. I, I like do. I, I do not like sitting around doing nothing. But that'd be cool. Like that's the next level of food delivery. The celebrity dropping it off. <laughs> dropping it off. This is this blows my mind though. So if he was doing college games on TV mm-hmm. and betting on them, that seems a little. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't right. even take that part. He into was account. an analyst, right? He, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, you know what? I hope he's on the right path. It sounds like he is because he's so. earning his money back uh, the hard way. And where is this? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. We might be there with Rutgers. Maybe I'll order DoorDash and see if I can get him to come to the hotel. But tell him that you only wanted if Dan Dockett. Right. Is going to <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Might get the sense he won't be still doing that next year. I wonder how many people recognize him. I would not recognize him. Because it's not like he's a... Well, here's where you recognize him. You Don't you get the name of your dasher? I think it's just like it would be your dasher Dan. Mm, I don't know about that. I feel like you get the full name. You do. Uh, maybe I, you might maybe be I right. Don't know. I don't know. And how about, speaking of that, before we take a break, how about a quick congratulations to this Mike Biscaglia? Wait, is this another good for you segment? It could be. Okay, what's he so doing? We know he, so he's a full-time... Food delivery guy. Uber Eats. Uber driver. Eats, I think he does. He was a Geo's uh, old producer at the network. Would you believe, and he tweeted this out, so it's got to be true, And he, but he's got the screen grab, too. He tweeted out he's got over 2,600 reviews, not one negative one. I did see that. How is that possible? He takes great care. I, I'm sure he does. Yeah. What, even the best of people have bad days once in a while. Right. And things get misconstrued. So you're telling me two years of delivering, not one not Bad one. review. The key is he never delivered to Al. It's fair. But there's people like Al everywhere. But he, now, I did see a video he put out, which was very thought about where you drop yes. off. That you don't drop off somebody's food in front of the door that they have to open the door and, and put it on the side of the food. Right but to a the lot side. of people don't even think of that. You're right. They drop it and go. They drop it and go, Jerry. You may have heard I'm celebrating one year in my new condo down there in Bradley Beach. If you're sick of paying rent like I was and want to build equity in a home, get in touch with Carney Bank. They made the entire mortgage process easy. Things that would have taken a few days at the big banks were done in an afternoon at Carney. I wouldn't recommend anyone else. Also, their first-time homebuyer program offers a ton of savings. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, quick break. Come back. Wrap it up in just a moment. Get you to Boomer and Geo, but an Odyssey Sports Minute now. Amy Lawrence on Phil Mickelson. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo. Knicks lost a heartbreaker last night to the Hawks. Mets lost. Yankees won. And away we go. And Phil Mickelson won the PGA Championship. That's right, Jerry. Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. Jerry, one of your favorite musicians turns 80 years old Bob today. Dylan. Mr. Bob Dylan. I did see that. 80. How about that? He's 30 years older than Phil Mickelson. That's right. Bob Dylan was 30 when Phil Mickelson was a baby. Pretty much. Well, when he was born, yeah. Yeah. When do you so, think Phil Mickelson first picked up a golf club? When he was four. Four? I don't know. I Tiger, don't Woods, like Tiger was Woods was swinging that. it when he was like six yeah, months old. But that was his father had a game plan, and it worked. And it did work. I mean, it worked, but I don't know how much Tiger enjoys his life right now. It worked, Jerry, but at what price at what did cost? he pay? Yeah. That's Phil Mickelson enjoys his life. I watch all these wrestling documentaries. At what price do you pay, Jerry, to be the world champion? That's true. What Everybody price do you pay, pay to be rich? Right. 
Everybody pays a price. I can't ask you the question because you don't have kids, but I always wonder, like, how much do you work and how much time do you leave for family time with your kids if I told you you did X and you'd make... Right. You know. They all seem to regret it later in life. Yeah. But... Lost time, can't get it back. Yeah, but then... But they also don't... Like, people just don't stop working like that. Like, even though we all see the future... I see well, all some these do. wrestling documentaries and uh, people still hang on. Well, you could be addicted to the fame. Yes. Could be addicted to the attention, mm-hmm. the money. I mean, Al used. <laughs> I knew it. I knew he was going to look for that. <laughs> then, Jerry, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Nuggets head coach Michael Malone. Yes. Had a correct ESPN reporter, Cassidy Hubberth. Hubberth? Hubbard? I don't know. I have no idea. She referred to him as Mike in a conversation, you know, like a post game situation. And he said, my name is Michael. Now that, you could say, is a tool. <laughs> I say, it's, no, a little, it's a little sensitive. Well, like, it is. what if I like to be called Albert or you Gerard? And sure. somebody called you Jerry or Meow. Maybe we'd be offended I, uh, by that. Yeah, I guess. we got to get over ourselves, honestly. He was probably just It's not like she called him Ralph. Hey, Ralphie boy. <laughs> right. I mean, or come buddy. on. Hey, buddy. Or that, which is very disrespectful. That's very disrespectful. Completely him Mike. Maybe he thought Mike is too informal. You're a reporter. Whatever. It's nonsense to me. Get over You got to be some sort of like tool bag. Did you? I, I'm not being a jerk. Did right. you even know who he was before the story? Michael Malone? No, Boomer. Yes. I know Boomer Jerry. I've worked with him. <laughs> of course. Uh, no, I have no idea who Michael Malone is. I had no idea the Nuggets are even in the playoff. <laughs> Jokic. Jokic? <laughs> or Jokic. Jokic. As Chris calls him. <laughs> And then this is exciting, Jay. It's our oh. WFAN week-long Yankees box office well, this blitz. This is exciting, too. And it's on now through Friday. 